The scripture reading today is from the Letters to the Hebrews, chapter 10, verses 19 through 25. Hear the word of the Lord. Therefore, my friends, since we have confidence to enter the sanctuary by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us, through the curtain that is through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us approach with the true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who has promised is faithful. And let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning, everyone. My name is Noah Detler, and I'm currently a senior at Walter Johnson High School. I look forward to graduating next month. Before then, however, in an odd twist of timing, I will graduate this month with an associate degree from Montgomery College. Next fall, I will, in the, I will enroll in the University of Maryland's Robert Smith School of Business. While our Big Ten home is already divided with one parent being a Spartan and the other Wolverine, adding a Terrapin into the mix will almost certainly make our house a hot mess during football and basketball seasons for years to come. By way of introduction, I was born and raised in Montgomery County. For two years, I enjoyed peace and adoration as the firstborn son of Janelle and David Detler. Then, through no fault of my own, I became a big brother to Drew, my best friend and a current sophomore at Walter Johnson High School. In our first house, a red brick colonial, my parents nurtured the foundations for my walk with Christ. Our Christian life together is similar to the many families in this congregation. We pray together, we do our best to serve our community together, and for the last year, we've been having communion together. And when not scrambling to a soccer practice, we have devotions together. Honoring thy mother and father, and not fighting with your brother, oddly enough, are frequent lessons. With the love of my immediate family and considerable extended family in Michigan, I have much to be thankful for. I am not, however, simply a product of their love, for I was raised in no small measure on this plot of land that is home to the National Presbyterian Church and the National Presbyterian School. In other words, my friends, I was raised by you, this National Presbyterian Community of Faith. A Christian education for me was of paramount importance to mom and dad. They enrolled me in the National Presbyterian School and Preschool, which was the start of my formal Christian education and also the beginning of a wonderful friendship between me and the two other lads you'll hear from shortly. The National Presbyterian School was foundational to who I am. It was, and still is, a loving and nurturing community that imparts a Christian-based education to children for nearly a decade of their lives. Its talented and dedicated educators, administrators, and staff exemplify the school's core values of love, respect, honesty, responsibility, and safety. This church taught me the rudimentary tenets of my Christian faith. I learned who is Christ, what the Trinity is, what community means, and the importance of scripture and routine Bible study. 
This last lesson has been perhaps the most impactful to me. The Bible's role is to teach us and lead us in the way of the Lord so that we might be good servants to carry out God's will. The Bible also tells us about the salvation that we can look forward to, gives us hope and support in hard times, and teaches us how to live our lives in the manner God intends. The Bible also instructs us how to worship God, how to pray to Him, and how to serve in His name. For me, the Bible was a source of solace when I transitioned into high school and later into Montgomery College. These transitions took me outside what was once a stable and comforting Christian school environment. Perhaps not surprisingly, I found it difficult to express my faith fearly for fear of being judged. At times, the Bible provided support and boosted confidence. Finding and reading select passages has helped me become more comfortable discussing my faith with new people in unfamiliar environments. In other words, I'm here today as a product of a great many efforts from within the MPC family, laughing and learning with older youth group members about the Bible and their own faith journeys has helped me grow in confidence as an advocate for Christ. And while I didn't count, there are probably nearly two dozen Sunday school teachers that volunteered their time to teach me the Bible stories and parables. They taught me the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed, and of course, the Lord's Prayer. They prepared me and my partners in crime, Eric Christ, not just for annual milestone Sundays, but for a lifelong journey within a community of believers. In closing, I want to officially acknowledge and thank the many people that guided and molded me into the Christian I am today. So thank you to all my Sunday school teachers. You guys know who you are. Thank you to Dr. Rennick, Reverend Marsh, Reverend Francis, and Dr. Fox for your teachings and leadership. My parents are grateful for the ministry of Harry Winsheimer, who baptized me. Thanks and a big hug are due to Kristen Frankie, our ever faithful and fun youth director, and Caleb Jones for being a role model as a youth intern and a summer trip mission trip leader, and for the elders and other volunteer leaders that sculpted the Christian curriculum that I have benefited from, and those of you that have bought pizza, opened your homes, and have offered prayer for youth activities, including both local and international events. Finally, I want to wish all the moms a lovely Mother's Day, particularly my mom and two grandmothers, who are no doubt currently tearing up on their iPads and laptops in Michigan at this time. Love you guys. And with that, all the people said, Amen. Hello, my name is Jack Forlines, and I currently attend the Murray School, and will be attending either the University of Miami or New York University next fall. Also, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, especially my mom and two grandmothers. I'll start off my testimony with some brief context of my faith journey. I was born in Dallas, Texas, and lived there for four years before moving to D.C. I've attended NPC ever since then and also went to NPS, the school on the church's campus, for nine years. For those first nine years of my life in D.C., 
I always felt loved and surrounded by the NPC church family. I was basically on church campus six days a week, taking religious classes and attending Sunday school on the weekends. Not a day went by where I didn't feel loved by God and nurtured by a church community. Then, in sixth grade, I had to begin the process of leaving NPS and the church campus for another school. Contrary to what I think my parents wanted me to do, I decided to attend Murray School, which is not religiously affiliated. Gone were days of weekly religious classes and daily reminders of my faith. Whereas at NPS, many of my friends are Christian. At Murray, very few of my friends, or just the people in general, shared my faith with me. It was definitely a big change, but in the long run, I think it made me closer to God. You may wonder, how in the world does going to a non-Christian school make you closer to your faith? Well, let me tell you. At Murray, my friends would often poke fun at me for being at church each Sunday and thought of it as a waste of time when I could be sleeping in, playing video games, or doing any other activity a teenager would want to do. Also, there is no Christianity club or anything of that nature, so basically five days a week, there are little to no reminders of God in my life. But that made me cherish my moments at church, at Sunday school, and at youth groups even more since this is the only time of the week where I really thought about my, uh, about my faith. I began to apply more of what I learned in Sunday school and sermons to my life and developed a tight-knit community within church. I'd say two events uh, slash groups specifically made me closer to God and church community. First of those was the high school boys small group that I hosted at my house pre-pandemic. Each Sunday we, night, we would talk about what we learned in church that morning and discuss scripture and or other readings from religious books. We also may have gotten a bit sidetracked by the afternoon's football games at times. But having serious conversations, conversations about our faith, while also having moments of laughter and joy, maybe even closer to God and my faith, as well as making me feel more oriented and integrated into the church community. Another way that I became closer to God was through two mission trips that I took to the Dominican Republic. The first mission trip, when I was a young 8th grader, going to my freshman year of high school, and I did not know half the people on the trip. To say I was nervous would probably be an understatement. However, in the end, I'd say two mission trips were two of the best experiences of my life. Even though there was a language barrier, I felt a strong connection with all the Dominican people on day one. I remember our very first day at the church, we had a service. The room was very muggy, and I was sweating throughout service. But the Dominicans had a different style of church that I personally loved. They danced, they sang with passion, and celebrated their faith. I think we even had a conga line going at one point. During the trip, we also built improvements to an orphanage for disabled children, including duck pond and wheelchair ramp. I left the first trip wanting to come back every summer. Then, when I came back to the Dominican Republic for the second time, it was great to see familiar faces, as well as the improvements to the orphanage and church. This time, the church moved to the orphanage itself, which I felt was spectacular, because the kids at the orphanage had the privilege of joining the worship services. Both trips made me closer to my faith and to God, since I saw the devotion of Dominicans to their faith, even with what little that they had. So, the least I could do was devote more of my time to God and to the church. Lastly, I want to close out my community with a shout out to Noah and Robert. You already heard from Noah, about to hear from Robert. Uh, and so both of them, we met when we were about four or five years old. 
and have been in science school classes for the past 14 years, as well as actual classmates in NPS for seven or eight years. We've all surely been part of each other's faith journey, and I can't thank them enough for that. Also, thank you to my many Sunday school teachers, to Dr. Rennick and all the pastors, to my, you, my NPC family, and to Kristen for being a great youth leader. Lastly, thank you to my parents and for, all, for always being there and keeping me connected to the church. Thank you for listening, and I hope everybody has a great day. Happy Mother's Day and hello. My name is Robert Fourlines, and I'm a senior at the Murray School in Washington, D.C. This fall, I will be attending the University of North Carolina. Go Tar Heels! When I think about faith, I always have trouble understanding it. It's even more difficult when you're always surrounded by it. From a young age, I've gone to Sunday school and attended church. I also went to Nassau Presbyterian School when I was younger, so there was no running from the church. Like many kids, I often dreaded the trip to church. I wanted to enjoy my Sunday, sleep in, and watch TV. Sitting through Sunday school, I used to just go along with the activities. The stories were interesting. David and Goliath is a favorite of mine. But I didn't understand their true meaning. Why was a bush burning? Why did Noah build an ark? I also remember memorizing Bible verses or prizes or whatnot. I had a lot of questions about these stories and verses, but didn't really care to have them answered because I believed in God and Jesus, which felt good enough for me. Up until seventh grade, I went to church and Sunday school thinking this way. In sixth grade, though, I graduated from MPS. In fact, it was in this very building and went to Murray. And I'm not going to lie, middle school was awful. When I got to Murray, I struggled academically, which is something I wasn't used to. I found writing very difficult. Thesis statements were hard to write, and signed evidence was impossible. However, going to Murray, which is a non-religious school, also challenged my faith. Not many of my peers went to church or were, or were religious, which was challenging. I felt ashamed to explain to someone that I had planned Sunday, as I didn't want to be seen as a churchgoer. So I tried to distance myself from the church. When I got to high school at Murray, these thoughts continued, even though I continued to attend church. High school challenged my thinking in many ways which made me a smarter person, but it also made me continue questioning my faith. I've always struggled with confidence, and in high school, I'd go through weeks where I'd feel like the king of the world, and in the next, feel like I was nothing. During those weeks where I'd struggle, I didn't feel like God was by my side. I'd ask the question, does God even exist? And I know that's probably the last question y'all want to hear, but it, it often felt like no one was on my side when I struggled. This question continued to plague me through some of my classes. For instance, just this past year, I took a class on ethics, which made me really question my faith. We read books about so many bad things happening to people that it was hard to know if God was with them as well. Although I've had trouble understanding what faith is and if God was with me, I found a community at NBC to help. One of the best communities I've ever been a part of was a weekly Bible study for the youth's high school boys. Noah and Jack were a part of the group, so they can speak to it just as well as I can. In the group, we were easily able to talk about our week at school, any struggles we had, some football, and of course, God. I felt at home with that group, like I actually belonged when I struggled. My connection with the boys not only made me feel at ease during the tough times, 
but it also became a reminder that God was always with me no matter what. Pat and Mr. Dickey, our leaders, used to always remind us to talk with God if we needed help. And I think that's the best thing about God. He's someone to talk to when nobody else will listen. Even if he doesn't answer my prayers, I know that he is with me and ready to welcome me again. So what is faith? I'm not sure, and I'll never know the answer to this question. But I have a good idea of it. It's a community that keeps us going. It's a person to talk to. It's something that can challenge our intellectual and spiritual thoughts. It can be strong one day and then weak the next, but it always calls us back. It always calls me back. I'd like to take some time to thank my parents for this journey in, in the church. And I'd also like to thank Kristen and Dr. Rennick for organizing this service annually. I'll close with a Bible verse for you to think about. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 reads, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Thank you, and happy Mother's Day.